I respectfully disagree podcast episode 140 got a new face new voice in the building want to welcome yes, Jerry sir. to the podcast what's going on man man not chilling man appreciate you having me I'm glad we was able to finally link this up man most definitely Been talking about it for a while I'm glad we was able to get it together so good stuff man I, I've, I've told people on here as well as you know just regular conversation it's crazy how the internet and the sneaker game has allowed me to build so many relationships with people all over the place. That's that's facts. And it's like it's almost wasn't even I meeting you today because I feel like, right. I, you know what I'm saying, I didn't see you, your family, you know, we didn't have. I was telling my wife earlier, I'm like, man, I done probably had more conversations with him than I had with my day ones back home, you know, yeah. over the last three or four years. So, uh, yeah, it it. Just it felt natural and organic, like you know what I'm exactly. saying. I see you come out the door. I'm like, man, that's that's bro. I feel like I've known you forever, man. Good stuff, <laughs> man. Good stuff. So he hit me up. He said he was pulling up in town, and he wanted to pull up. So I'm like, cool, let's do it. And for those that have been following the channel or listening to the podcast on streaming, you all know I've been doing a hashtag support the homies for the longest. And I've said from day one on this podcast, anybody that's doing anything positive, I'm here. The mic is always open. I'm trying to plug it, push it out there. And that's how we can all network and help each other. So before we even get started, first of all, the uh, today's topic is going to be Dame Lillard's comment and ring culture. Dame was on a podcast with uh, J.J. Reddick. And he was talking about the direction that the league is going in and how he really didn't care for it. So that's going to be the topic. But before we even get there, you're a part of a podcast. Man. I am. I so am. we starting there, man. Like I said, we're going to support okay. the homies. And every play is crucial. Right. So epic. Yes, sir. Epic podcast. Uh, it was started by my guy Vernon. Shout out to Vernon. Um, I hit him one day, you know, randomly. I'm just like, man, you know, we should uh, we should do a podcast. He's like, man, you know what? I already got something in the making. I already got something joined up. You know what I'm saying? Something started. And he was like, man, you're more than welcome to come on. So I said, hey, I'm, I'm down with it. Two weeks later, we shot our first episode. Uh, we're at episode 18 now. Uh, shout out to Justin, Isaac, and Vernon. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, we go live okay. on YouTube. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talk about sports, you know, we kick the shit, we, you know, we, we talk shit to each other, you know, uh, just mild manner, just, you know, just conversation. Right, right. Um, so no sports topic is off, you know, limits. And uh, I've noticed that, like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't caught on to it mm-hmm. and I've been listening to it and checking it out and I, I, I love what y'all are doing. Like I said, the, Appreciate it. the Lamar Jackson one is what caught my attention mm-hmm. and I was just sitting there listening to them and I was like, everything that they were saying mm-hmm. was on point. And that's part of, you know, what I wanted to do with mine as well in terms of y'all have real conversation. Yep. It ain't a bunch of silly talking points and people just say stuff to grab attention and things like that. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that I kind of steer away from because I'm like, exactly. if we're going to sit down and have a sports debate, right? then keep it strictly sports, stats, right. speak off facts. Right. Don't just sit there and say a bunch of outlandish exactly. stuff. And try to make it a point because you elevated your voice higher or whatever. Right. It's like, bro, like I can't right. talk to people like that. And they they kind of get on me because uh, they they say that uh, I always try to downplay my teams because I'm I'm so against being that guy that's you know 
oh, he's just saying that because, you know, he's just saying about the Bengals because, no, if I'm going to say something, it's going to be real genuine. I don't, I'm too grown to be in, just saying stuff. Exactly. You know what I'm so they'd be like, exactly. man, nah, talk your shit, you know, you know, you good. But I'm like, you know, I just want to make sure everything stays completely balanced. I don't want, you know, anybody, oh, well, he just, he just like LeBron, so he just said, nah. Exactly. What I say, I want you to respect it. So if I'm not being genuine with it, you know, it's not respected. So that's 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 something that I try not to do. I agree wholeheartedly. Like I said, look, you've been following me long enough to yes, know sir. I'm a diehard LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. But when he Fs up, yeah, yeah, I talk about it. Yeah, for sure. I'm not one of them, oh, LeBron, he can't do no wrong. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, even with last night, dude, like I, we ain't going to dive too deep into it. But it's like... <laughs> You're up four with 10 seconds. Crazy. Anthony Davis has to know not to make that foul. Crazy. Crazy. And what really sucked about that is that I wasn't watching it because we was just moving around last night. So I'm just like watching it, quote, unquote. You know, just like Mm -hmm. ESPN updates. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, well, this game is over. Then I see that he gets three free throws. You know, three free throws. I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me. Then it's 110, 108. Yeah, six seconds left. I'm like, I mean, worse, you know, they'll go in overtime. And then, like, there's – I can't even describe the pain to seeing it go from, <laughs> you know, 110-108 to 111-110 game over. I'm yeah. just like, out of all things that could have happened. Exactly. And that's why I was just like, you know, situations like that, when I'm sitting here looking at these games, I'm staying up late at night anyway because it's West Coast. Right, 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 right. Yep. And I sit here and watch these meltdowns. And I'm just like, bro, like, how is this even possible? Or, you know, LeBron gets the rep of he don't play defense. He's just sitting there sagging in the paint. And mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, we talked about it. I'm like, bro, I'm going to call that out. And it's like, nah, yeah. he's been in the league 20 years. I'm like, bro, that don't matter. Nah, that don't. I mean, now, granted, after 20 years, should the team's winner losses be dependent upon him? Not necessarily. I don't agree with that. But, yeah, man, you got to play defense. Like, exactly. It's almost like it's something in his contract to don't challenge nothing at the basket. You know what I'm saying? If they coming at you, you in the paint, just, you know, concede it. Uh, I, I don't – it's weird. I don't know. And it, and it kind of started, uh, you know, back his last couple years at Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I watched yeah. too many games where Dennis Schroeder from, you know, the, the Hawks at the time, straight to the basket. Huh, straight to the basket. Lay up. Like, it's just like, man, what's, what's going on? So, I don't know if that's part of his, you know, conserving his body. I don't know, but – like you said, we call it out every time. It ain't nothing that, you know, we, we we turn a blind eye to. So I've caused so much flack. Like, people have argued with me. Like, oh, you ain't no real fan. Yeah, that's, and I'm like, that's crazy. Because that I, crazy? I hold them accountable. I'm not a real fan. It's like, nah, that's, that's, that's wild. That is crazy. It's super wild. But, yeah, we'll we'll get on to that. Like, it's, it's, it's all going to fall into this conversation about with Dame because I feel like that's a part of it, too. Yep, yep. Yep. In a sense. For sure. But like I said, most definitely I wanted to share some light on the podcast. I'm definitely going to be tuning Appreciate in to it. that Appreciate moving it. forward. And shout out to your partners. Like yes, I said, sir. y'all, y'all doing a good y'all. job. So real quick, I'm going to play this clip. Uh-huh. And this is where Dame is uh, talking about it. So okay. that way, you know what I'm saying? Like we ain't sitting here uh, chopping and screwing and not getting the full context of what he was saying. Watson was 40 when I played with him. Uh, I played with, like, real vets. And it was a lot of stuff that I learned, like, about being a point guard or, you know, how to lead from Mo Williams and Earl Watson and Jared Jeffries. 
and they didn't even play. You know what I'm saying? Like they, it was just the way that they showed me how stuff had to be done. I had no choice but to respect the game. You know, I didn't have, um, the word I was looking for is entitlement. Like I, when I came in the league, you had to earn not just what you get from the team or like the respect you had to like, you had to earn your space on the team. You know, it was no, Oh, you the six pick of the draft. It's your team. Like it, what is this? Your team stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think now the biggest difference is you don't have that veteran presence. So you got players who are more talented than ever coming into the league. They're getting picked you know, one, two, three, four, five, they're making more money than those picks ever made. So not only that, now you're giving them the keys to the franchise. There, you know, there's nobody there to to really let them know. Like you super talented, but like you gotta earn stuff around here. You know what I mean? You gotta earn your way. So they come in and everything is just given to them from the beginning. So that that affects how they are, the way they play. Like they play for themselves. They play for stats. They, you know, think that they're LeBron James when they make an all-star game or, you know what I'm saying? They get a max contract. It's just different. I don't know. I don't know how to completely put it together, but the NBA I play in now is not the NBA that I came into. And I expect it to evolve. Everything is, is constantly changing, but like, I feel like I play for the love of the game. Like I want to, I want the competition. I want to know what it feels like to win. I want to see my teammates do well. I want to see my teammates get paid. You know, like I enjoy the, uh, the bonding part of it. Like we spend more time with each other than anybody, but now it's like that don't count. Regular season don't count. Get a ring. You know what I'm saying? Like who this guy's the MVP. This guy did this. He the first, it's like, bro, what, like, what is this stuff? Like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I don't want, this ain't even, I don't want to make it about my situation, but I was talking after a game like a week ago and I was just like, they was asking me about Dame, but like to win a ring. And and I'm like, bro, I don't need to prove to y'all that I want to win a ring. Why the hell do I play? Like, I don't need to prove that to y'all, but. We cannot keep acting like, while I understand we play to win championships, we all want to win the championship. We can't keep acting like nothing matters, like the rest of the stuff, the journey doesn't matter. We can't keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there are so many ways that the league is different. There are so many ways. And I, I think about it all the time where I'm like, man, I just don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm, if I can just, play a long, long time because I don't, I don't enjoy what, what the NBA as a whole is becoming. So I apologize for the lengthy clip, but like I said, I'm one of them people where I want the full context. Right. Right. Because on the internet, they only took a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I saw where people was ripping him and it's like, that's why he's never going to win a ring because of his attitude. And he talking about, he don't know how long he's going to play and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in my opinion, I agree with everything he was mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, so yeah, how, yeah. how do you feel about that? I feel like I agree. He he was he it was kind of different because some parts of it I'm just like, well, why why is he what what happened to him? What why is he even saying this? You know what I'm saying? A couple yeah. parts of it I didn't really understand why that was even on his mind. But I mean, I I wholeheartedly agree. 
I mean, it, it has slipped a lot, and it's and I feel like he is kind of uh, having an agenda with what he's saying, you know, because mm-hmm. it just coincidentally fits, you know, his situation with you know not being in the situation to win a ring, which he probably, right. you know, if he stays loyal to Portland, he probably won't. Um, so I think it's a little, you know, convenient that he's he's saying what he's saying. But I I totally agree. Uh, I think guys, it's it's almost to a point where guys is, you know, they only worried about wearing short shorts and having that hair. It's like you know, and then they going out getting their stats, and you can kind of tell that the the the, the passion is kind of dropping off. You know, it's completely gone, and I, I think that's the part that's that's burning me out as well because I've right. always been a a diehard NBA fan. I was actually talking to my wife last night. We was down here watching the uh, college games. Okay. And I used to be that person that would argue that the NBA playoffs is better than March Madness. Mm -hmm. And my wife thought I was crazy. But then after watching the Purdue game last night Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you see that passion. You see them actually defending and the game actually matters. Whereas now in the NBA, especially in the regular season, you're looking at these guys, and it's like they don't have no desire to defend. And going back to what you were just saying a few minutes ago when we were talking about LeBron, it's like I'm watching dudes get wide-open layups, just right. come through the lane uncontested. And that's the part where I'm like, all right, what's going on with the league? And that's why I was, I was understanding, you know, what Dane was trying to say. Right, right. And it was making sense. And it was like that's the question that J.J. Reddick posed mm-hmm. to him, like, what do you feel about today's league and today's players? And the best example that comes to mind is the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yep, They got a lot of young talent over there, af- athletes, mm-hmm. super high jumpers and things like that. Yeah, Just, they got some leapers in Houston, boy. But when you turn on your social media and you look at them in pregame warm-ups and they just out here dancing and goofing around as mm-hmm. if they don't have the worst record in he the worst. league – and it's like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? Does that – you think that that has uh, something to do with coaching? So, I mean, it's almost like if I'm a coach, is there certain things you can't allow or do you think coaches are, are handcuffed as far as what they can do or, you know? You know what? In my opinion, on the NBA level, the players don't have respect for the coaches mm, anymore. That's a problem. That's an if issue. If you go back in the day, you look at Phil Jackson – uh uh, Carl George, mm-hmm. your old school vets. George Carl. George Carl. Yeah. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the league had coaches that were up here on this plateau mm-hmm. equal to the players, Pat Riley's and right. things like yep, that. Yep. You're Where right. now right. you look right. across the league, think about the Lakers. LeBron has played for guys that he might have played against, or they're not too far off the spectrum in terms of. They had just got out of the league when LeBron was getting ready to yep. come. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. how how am I supposed to ask LeBron, who's the most identifiable athlete in the entire world right now, right. to have respect for a Darvin Ham or a Frank Vogel? You know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's almost like it should be on LeBron to, if that's your coach, then you got to. You got to respect him. You know right. what I'm saying? So I just don't really know how that works. Uh, I don't know if, you know, coaches can't demand certain things. I, I just don't know how that works. I wish I did. But, you and me you know, both. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on on the court. It's just like, well, even if, we, even if we're talking about the young guys, if you're allowing it, it, I mean, it's a money grab at this point. 
If yeah. you're allowing me to go out, score 30 a game, not play no defense, stay healthy because I ain't, you know, I ain't exerting no effort and I can get paid, like what's the what's the incentive to to go all in? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And so I think that's something that 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 start, starts at the top. Ownership, coaching, coaching staff. Like what is it that we're going to accept and what is it that we're not going to accept? And that's what it boils down to and I feel like, you know, to me in my opinion, it's it's bad for the the sport. I'm right. not going to say just the league, the sport in general, because it trickles on down. Mm-hmm. Like I said, yeah. I, I coach elementary school kids, and we're talking about eight- and nine-year-olds who's trying to shoot threes and mm-hmm. turn around without – I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you're not ready for that. It's your fundamentals first, man. And I think about myself growing up. You know, I've said several times Allen Iverson was my favorite growing up. So when we saw Iverson – we're outside in the yard practicing ball handling. Right. To me, Allen Iverson is responsible for a lot of the handles and stuff that kids have today. But now everything is about creating highlights and things like that. I see mm-hmm. more kids running down the court doing this and oh, doing that. Man, and it's I like, can't stand it. I can't stand it. But that's where I feel like the NBA now has turned more towards entertainment. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I can see that for sure. So going back to Dame, that's where I kind of felt like, you know, everything that he was saying was on point. And in my opinion, a championship doesn't measure it doesn't. how good of a basketball player you really were. I always say this. There's people who got them that don't, you know, deserve them. And there's people that deserve them that don't got them. Yeah. Um, and it's just a variable. We got to get away from uh, using team accomplishments to define individual careers. That's exactly. it, it's literally contradictive to me. You Thanks. know, the amount of rings that someone has has nothing to do individually with, you know, their particular skill set. You exactly. know, cuz you got you got to have more than we've seen some awesome seasons by guys. Even like uh the Joker with these seasons he's has he hasn't won, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's you, you can only do so much. Exactly. You know, like there's on there's not a plateau to where if you're this level of uh, of uh, you know skill, your skill set is at this level. You're going to win a ring. It's they, the two don't correlate at all, in my Facts. opinion. Facts, and so. that's why I, I I feel like the the social media aspect of it all, it's how we've gotten to this point. Right, I agree. In I terms do. of it's like some people don't even watch the games; they just run to social media. You see a few clips. And then you'll go sit down and argue with people exactly. based off a three minute clip. Exactly. And I'm like, nah. Like, did you man. watch these? I find myself asking people out a lot, do you watch these games? Yeah. Because what you're saying is just not what's going on out there. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And like you were saying about Cleveland, that's what really used to burn me up because I was watching those games faithfully. Mm-hmm. I was and too. Yeah. I'm big on when I'm watching a game. I'm looking at body language. Oh yes, that's that's a that's that's a big one. I'm looking at all of these Facts. different aspects that play a part in the outcome Facts. of the entire game. And I told people, I put this on my kids that last year Kyrie was there, that whole entire playoff run, he was so standoffish mm-hmm. even on the court. Right. And I was like, dog, Kyrie Irving's mad about something. Like you can just see it. Or J.R. Smith is another example. Mm-hmm. If you don't get him touches early in the game, he's going to shut down. He's not going to defend as hard. Yep. But when J.R. Smith gets those early looks and he might hit one or two of them, 
J.R. Smith's gonna give you one hundred and ten percent. But like, but you you mentioned body language, uh, the whole deal with uh, J.R. Smith not knowing, you know, the score. Yeah, and I feel like LeBron that game was lost before that overtime period even started, just based off LeBron's body language. I Facts. knew it. The game was over because he had completely checked out. It's like, man, like you the leader, you gotta you gotta Facts. come better than that. You know, so it's like we definitely pay attention to stuff like that, and we speak on it. But I feel like the masses hate LeBron so much. He gets so much hate for minor things that yeah. I find myself defending what's right, I feel like, in most situations. So people say, you know, oh, well, you always da-da-da-da about LeBron. It's just like, nah, I'm going to always call a spade a spade. But at the same time, a lot of this stuff that y'all, you know, got against him, just I don't feel like it's right. It's, it's valid. Social media told him to do it. Yeah. Yep. Social media told him to do it. And that's why I'm saying it's like we'll carry on into this last part because I feel like that's a smooth transition mm-hmm. in terms of body language and the eye test. And Ooh, that eye test is a woo, that eye test is crazy. You'll be because like the, the eye test is the reason why it's hard to uh, acknowledge Joker as the, you know, what I'm saying the MVP. But I mean, <laughs> if you look at them stats and what he's doing, teams winning, you can't really argue with it. But that eye test is yeah. ugly. Yeah, you, you, you can't argue it. And the only thing that I don't like, and I know this is a sidebar, the only thing I don't like about the whole Joker thing is, like, when you look at it from a historical context, right. not very many people have won three in a row. Man, that's what I, I was telling my homeboy that the other day because he was talking, he's a Giannis fan, and he keep trying to push this Giannis, uh, you know, agenda. Shout out to Steve. Um, and and we we were talking about that, and it's just like he's just like, well, Giannis is disrespected, and he's not acknowledged. But I'm like, bro, he got two, he got a back to back MVP. How many people got that? Right. You know, and he's like, well, the media don't. I'm like, the media is what votes for these MVPs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and you know what? That that's that's perfect because I'm saying to myself, I'm like, when you look in record books, or you look back ten, fifteen years from now, right. and you're like. Larry Bird won three in a row. Would you dare put Larry Bird and Joker in the same conversation? No. It's not even close. And but, that's, if you will, but if you look at the stats, the stats might say something different. And being a LeBron fan, I'm for the stats. So it's kind of like, I don't really. And I, I try to not really speak so much on people that I didn't have league pass back in 85. I wouldn't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would, And that's, that's some of the things that I say about the people who swear Jordan is this and that. It's like, Bro, you didn't have league pass in 95. You wasn't watching all these games. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that I'm discussing Jordan with, you know, we're the same age. In 95, we were seven. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, were you really t- taking in what he was doing and really breaking it down from a from an adult aspect and being able to really speak on it? Chances are you weren't. You but know that's what? another, you know. I'm going to ask you a question. And we didn't got all the way sidetracked, and this is perfect. Because, yeah. like <laughs> I said, I, I love these kind of conversations. I'll sit down and talk basketball all day long if I could. Um, I'm a little bit older than you, uh-huh. but have you gone back and sat down and watched some of them Bulls games yeah, full length? For sure. That's when my opinion on Jordan started shifting because I'm like, you can't deny that Jordan was cold. He's that guy for sure. You'll be era, foolish to make that argument. But I've always told people Jordan was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And when you looked at those games, it was almost like, he was on that court by himself. There was nobody on the other side that was going to challenge him or contest a lot of them looks and stuff that he was getting. Especially night in and night out like you see today. You know Exactly. So it's like, of course, Jordan 
looked like Jordan. Mm -hmm. But when I go back and watch some of them old finals and things like that, I'm just like, bro, nah. nah. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, now, he was great. I think anybody could could tell you that he was great. But it's just like you look at some of the competition, it's just like, man, I wish I could see Brian matched up in the finals two years in a row against, Brian, you know, Brian Russell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's yeah. But that's not even really on top of the fact about, that, you know? that Jordan never had to guard the other team's best mm-hmm. player. Yep. Yep. And people like, oh, Jordan carried them. Da, 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 da. But I tell people, you go back and watch that Portland Trailblazers finals mm-hmm. and that game six the bulls was down double digits they benched mike they brought they came all the way back they done did all the hard work right so then you go into the fourth quarter and now you're like here mike go be mike off. but of course mike is gonna get all the credit for that mm-hmm. i was like bro i can't remember a time where lebron had the luxury of being able to sit down and the team closes a gap I was like, normally they'll have a gap, and then when he sits down, it's mm-hmm. evaporated in a yeah. matter of minutes, and that's why he has to play 40 out of 48. Yep. I'm like, bro, Jordan, KD, like them guys, like they get to go sit down mm. because the actual team from start to finish Top to bottom. was able to go out there and do their job. And I, I think some people like like take these kind of conversations as – you know, us bashing Jordan. Nobody's bashing. Like, you don't like basketball if you don't think Jordan's a great. Fact. You 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 don't you the two don't you know intertwine. You can't not like Jordan. That's that's my thing about LeBron too. Is almost like how do you like basketball but you hate LeBron? Not only do you not like LeBron but you hate LeBron but you like basketball. Those don't those don't mix to me. So it's it's not a situation of us bashing Jordan. We're literally just breaking down, which some people don't respect it. Yeah. If you break down what you saw with Jordan, you know, people, oh, nah, you hating. Nah, let's just talk about it. It's basketball, right? Exactly. It's almost like we have basketball and then sometimes we have Jordan. Like, Jordan is here and then basketball is over. Like, bro, it's all basketball. Let's talk about it. We could talk about competition. We could talk about matchups. We could talk about accomplishments. We could talk about all that stuff. It's basketball. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And it's like. I have all these Michael Jordan documentaries and I have these full length games and stuff on DVD mm-hmm. and I sit down and I'm sitting there watching them and I'm just like, every trip down the court is just get a ball to Michael and everybody move. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell, if you shoot the ball 30 times a game, I expect you to score 30 points. I was like, it, I don't know. Yeah. But again, that's, that's sidetrack. And then I always go back. I, I'll get off this after I say this. And then I always get back to, you know, with, with Jordan hoop in today's absolutely like, yeah. So I'm not saying that. Would it be a little bit tougher? Because, I mean, you know, you could put a Kawhi on him. You could even yeah. mix it up, put a Durant on him. Uh, you, you can do different things to put some length on him to make those, you exactly. know, those mid-range jumpers exactly. uh, more difficult. But would Jordan still kill at the same clip? It would be a lot tougher, but, I, you know, I'm not about to say Jordan wouldn't be Jordan in this era. That, that would be crazy. Facts. So Facts. So, real quick, like I said, we was talking about eye tests and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to touch on the the Westbrook narrative. And I hear it every single day. He just goes out and he competes. I love his heart. I love his passion. And da, 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 da. And I'm hitting the button. I disagree. <laughs> I was waiting on that. Because, in my opinion, going out on a basketball court and just running wild uh-huh. is not the same as going out and you – giving your all and you're competing. 
And what I mean by that is like for him to have been in the league for as long as he has, he's created the narrative that people have for him because he plays out of control. Yeah, he now, definitely get out of control sometimes. Back in OKC, he was young, athletic. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But now that you're older, you got to know when to pick and choose when to exert that that energy, yeah, put that out there. For sure. But it's like he's so stuck in his head, in my opinion, that I have to go 1,000 miles per hour. And to some people, that's him just going out and competing. I'm like, no, bro, that's foolish basketball. And I'm like, you put him on a team with LeBron and AD and the plays that he was making at those moments. Like, we're Mm -hmm. talking about a three-point game with three minutes left. You get a rebound, and you try to beat everybody down the court, blow the layup. They come down and hit a three. That's tight game. I'm like, bro, like, that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. But then you'll go online the next day, and it's like, well – he really wanted it. He was out there hustling. LeBron right. them don't do this. I'm like, bro, are y'all am, am I tripping or what? Like, yeah. like, how did do you think he's a all time competitive player or is he just a bull in the china shop? I know yeah. people. It, it's crazy because I test. I feel like really comes into play with with Russell Westbrook because you figure you look at his stats, you would be like, okay, for a third option, this is exceptional. Mm-hmm. This is exceptional. Like, there's no way this team is, is you know, not succeeding. And you'll, if your third option is a former MVP, Mr. Triple-Double, you know, 17 points, four assists, four and a half rebounds, whatever, you know, stats are. But the eye test is, like you said, it's out of control. Uh, he makes some wrong decisions at times. The shot selection is what drives times, me shot crazy. Shot selections is terrible. Uh, his his turnovers. You can't have two guys on a, on a team that's – seven turnovers prone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Any given night, LeBron could go out and turn the ball over six, seven times. You can't have that in another dude that's the same way. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? And then for the time he was starting, for your starting point guard to be turnover prone like that, you know, it's crazy. So, like I said, he – he he. I feel like he he does play hard, and he's always available. That's something yeah. that's, that's underrated too. Um, even Kudos the games, for that. even the games that he missed, you know, you he, he probably could have played. You know, just a yeah. couple games that he missed, he probably could have played. So I get that. I heard Steph Curry the other night giving him praise. You know, he he works hard, and that's why I wanted to t- touch on it because I was yeah. like, you know, it's a brotherhood at the end of the day. So yeah. I, I wouldn't dare expect another NBA player to be like, oh, he's garbage. He's this and that. Right? You supposed so to you say think he was kind of just saying that just. But I feel like everybody just says that. It's like nobody's willing to say that. He's been in the league too. He's been in the league this long, and it's too many careless yeah. or bad timing turnovers. Nobody's saying he can't turn the ball over. Bad. But you know who else used to have uh, the same kind of turnover? Like I feel like was super careless. D Wade. I watched a lot of them Ooh. games down in Miami where he just you know because he already naturally got that nonchalant. You know, you know he kicked the ball off his foot out of bounds. It's like, bro, you. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Allegedly the third best shooting guard in the history of the game. Like so yeah. that kind of reminded me of that. That was a segue too, but not a segue, but a sidebar. Um, so yeah, I so I, I kind of see it both ways. Like to say that he doesn't play hard, I feel like would would not be accurate completely, but mm-hmm. 
also feel you on the careless mistakes, the the timing of certain things, you know. And when you, you know, you you kick it to the corner for a wide open three and he hits it off the side of the backboard, like yeah. that kind of stuff is, you know, I've even seen him in, in the warm-up line, you know, shoot the ball over the glass. It's like, bro, really? That's what I'm saying. It's like, and, I test, though. And that's when I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm like, are, are these guys doing this on purpose? Like, what the hell? Like, we we've <laughs> all touched the ball before. And it's like... Right. You know when your shot is off. When you shoot the ball, you know whether or not yeah. it's a make or a miss. Yeah, so it's come off the fingertips for sure. That's how you know to follow your shot. Yep. But for this guy to pull up and that mug go twelve feet in the air and touch the top of the backboard, and it's like how I I can't explain it, bro. Like I've seen it too many times. Like I said, I watched all these Laker games, all of them, <laughs> and it's just like man. And it was like I was excited for Russ coming in because I was like finally. LeBron, you know, has got somebody else on the team that, you know, can be held responsible. Because for a long time, like those those years, in cl- especially that last year without Kyrie, it wasn't nobody else on that team that yeah. you could hold responsible. If so-and-so scored, you know, six points, you know, ah, it is what it is, you know. But I'm like, ah, man, they're going to, you know, bring Russ in and, you know, the media going to get to hold break. him responsible. Which, and, and they are holding him accountable. They they are, and it's just it didn't really work out as planned, so. It's just wild, you man, know. and it, it, it goes back to what Dane was saying, and after this, we'll, we'll close. It's like Dane was speaking about veteran leadership right? and who his vets were when he came into the league and things like that. That's how I want to view Westbrook. Right. You're supposed to be that veteran, that voice of reason, and then when you're on the court, you lead by example. Right, right. But it's like, do you think the media kind of – mess with his head a little bit to kind of because I feel like he kind of carries like almost like a villain uh you know mentality going into these games you know I'm thinking maybe the media kind of you know was influential in creating this this villain Westbrook to where he felt like he could feel the heat on him you know what I'm saying like that's a that's an interesting point of view I like that but I mean he Westbrook and then on the flip side of that he's always had that edge He's edgy. I will you say he's saying? edgy. He's always had that edge to him, so I don't, I don't really know, actually. But it's one of them things where it's like, I'm on the seesaw between villain and stubborn. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, stubborn. Oh, yeah, stubborn is big. I can definitely see stubborn. And it's like, for sure. he, there's no way he, he lays down at night and he don't realize, like, damn, I messed up. But it's I like, can't. you know what? I'm never going to let them see me fold to the pressure of the media and that's where I feel like the villain part does play a factor. But I'm just like, bro, he's there's no way that you clear the board and you beat all your guys down the court and you're going one on three. It's three people in front of you. Yeah. And you still are like, I'm going to go to the rim no matter what happens. Classic Russ. And it's like, at that point, in my opinion, you're just stubborn. Yeah. Like, it don't matter if we're down to, up to. Yeah. And then people just cloud it with that's just Russ being Russ. You know what? That's cra- That's a crazy point because that's actually very much factual. And I think about a lot of stuff, and I ain't never, I ain't never thought about. He is definitely stubborn. That's definitely his issue. And that's like- why he gets the label that he gets, in my yep. opinion. And that's why I was just like, we got to stop putting this blanket on. He's a extra hard competitive. He is because yeah. he plays with a high motor mm-hmm. and you want a guy that's going to give you 110% at all times. Right. But it's like, you got to know 
when it's time to hit the throttle and when it's time to let up. Yep. So if I'm coming down the court and it's one on three, fourth quarter, three or four minutes left in the game, like this is a pivotal moment. Yeah. Back it out. Yep. Let's time, set something time up. Score. Time and score. He's yeah. been in the league too long not to know that. And then it's almost you introduce, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like does he does he not care? That's where that stubborn is coming in at. Exactly. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm you know, I'm MVP Russ. I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and try to get through this one and three and lay it up and finger roll it over the backboard. You man. Know? Right. <laughs> Seen it too many times, man. So that's why it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like dope conversation. I feel like it all plays a part going all the way back to Dame. And that's why I wanted to tie all of that in because I'm like I I agree with him in terms of the league is heading down. I don't know what kind of path they're going down, but it's like the players are getting younger. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the players sure getting shorter. <laughs> the players that we view as the face of Man. the league, your LeBrons, your Durants, your Kirby's, they're the old guys. They're getting old, man. It's depressing almost. They get Facts. Old. They get they're old. the old guys. So now you're you're getting a product, and this is a whole nother conversation we'll save it for another day, mm-hmm. but it's like you're getting a product where it's almost like you don't even want to watch it. Right. Because if you look at some of your bottom tier teams, it's like I have no idea who some of these guys Man, even are. Man, have you looked at Oakland uh, – excuse me, I said Oakland. Oklahoma City Thunders roster? Bro. I, 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 don't, know where any, I don't know where any of those guys came from. I couldn't. They got no two Jalen, what, Jalen Smith, Jalen Williams? Williams, yep. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know who none of them cats are. And to see them, you know, obviously, shout out SGA, like we, we don't yeah. shake it, which Alexander is. But a lot of them other guys on that roster, I'm just like, Isaiah Joe. I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah. But they, I mean, I feel like they're a piece away from, because they play hard and they, they play the right way. Uh I, I I can't figure it out. I don't know how Oklahoma City Thunder have any wins this season, honestly. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And that's why I'm just like, once your Dames, your Bronze, your Curries, and all mm-hmm. of them fall off, who's up next? Man, guess Luka? How old is uh, Giannis? He ain't 30 yet, is he? He's close. Okay. He's close, I think. He Luke might be 28, care, man. It's getting to a situation where, man, the, the top is going to be all international guys, man. Facts. That's, that's what – because I feel like they, they have a different – they're not worried about some of the same stuff that us, you know, us yeah. American guys are. Because even if you go SGA, he's some Canadian. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's you know, averaging over 30 points a game. He's young. That's a sensitive topic, man. man. I'm, I'm a Kentucky I, guy. Dog. I don't know what Calipari – he done had a oh, lot yeah, of gems come through yeah. that, Devin come through there, man. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And we ain't got Devin no Booker hard came work. Off the bench, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, that's wild. It's crazy, wild for the twins, and they ain't even in the league, bro. Man, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's super crazy. That's actually nuts if you think about it. It is, man. You know, after this, we done for real. Because <laughs> it's like, even with the LeBron thing, I'm a Kentucky guy, but I don't like Cal. Yeah. So when I watch these games and I'm critiquing him and his coaching abilities and things like that, you're not a fan. You're not a I real fan. You know, I'm like, bro, I'm going through that with the Bengals now and free agency. Oh, you know, you people. Oh, he's good, man. He's not. He's not good. He's not good, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? He ain't good. Facts. So. Like you said earlier, man. Call a spade a spade, bro. Right. And it's like he's had too many gems come through there and only have one national championship That's in his wild. career, bro. And I'm like. Nah, man. And going back to SGA, it's like he's killing. killing. He he looks like a legit score. He don't even be breaking a sweat. 
But at Kentucky, he was a passer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how? College ball is sick, man. That's how, that's actually why I'm not so excited about the tournament, man. It's it's sick how it flows on. I just don't like It's hard to stay, you know what I'm yeah. saying, because you're not even getting the best out of these guys. And I think these guys are starting to, like, pimp college. Like, I feel like UK – they starting to like kind of pimp UK. Like, let me just go here for a year so I can go. Starting, to and I it's been like, that way from since John Wall stepped on and that it's campus. It's crazy, and it's crazy, and I promise you, I'm not gonna keep going on this. But I feel like UK is the college basketball version of Ohio State football because I'm, you know, I'm a Ohio State football fan. I feel like guys come to go to the league. That's they don't it. Really, winning is kind of optional. You know what I'm saying? They That's just it. go. They see a payday. They come to Ohio State, whereas guys is. You know what? I can go to the NFL, but I want to come back and get that ring. Alabama, Clemson, I want to come back and get that ring. Guys, Ohio State, whoa, pro, whoa, I'm out, gone. Yep. See ya. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's the same kind of vibe, but that's another conversation. For UK another is day. definitely a halfway house for the league. <laughs> I've Not a halfway said that, house. Dog. Wow. It's sad because it's like Kentucky basketball has always been top tier. Yeah. Championship or bust for the most part. I hated how they done Tubby Smith. So yeah. I felt like that little window between Tubby and Cal was their karma. Mm, okay. Gillespie years. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I was sitting in them games. They was getting booed. But then it's like, okay, Cal gave us this spark. We're getting these top kids. And then all of a sudden, now that you're Dukes and all mm-hmm. that, are you know, people are like, I can go to Duke and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start separating great coaching from just having a bunch of great players. Right. So right. Coach K walked out with, what, two chips in the last 10-year period, I think mm-hmm. two or three. But Calipari has had the best kids. Yeah, he has. He has some crazy teams. I saw something that threw me off yesterday. Uh, there ain't been no 2024 commits for UK yet. It's crazy. That's nuts. And that's next That's next year. It's crazy. Zero commits in class 2024. I thought that was crazy. It's he crazy. Did whatever. He, you know, he, shit, he got a lifetime contract, I think. like he, He's feeling the pressure, though. You think I so? Feel, I feel like, like I said, last night was our first tournament win in, like, the last four years. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. They they canceled the COVID year. Right. Yep. Last year, we was a two-seed, lost to the 15-seed first game. <sighs> then, um... Year before that, we lost. So, yeah. Yesterday was our first tournament yeah, win. For that kind of talent, that's unacceptable. And for Kentucky, we used to dominate the SEC. Like, everything had to go through Kentucky yeah. in the SEC. And it's like, hell, we ain't even been in the SEC championship game. It's been a minute. Who'd y'all lose to this tournament? Vandy. First game. Wow. Really? Vandy. Stackhouse. That's so I'm like, he's feeling that hot seat, bro. He's feeling in a hot seat. But we'll see, though, man. Good good conversation, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely appreciate you pulling up, man. You're always welcome to come back. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, y'all go check out Epic Podcast. Every yes, play is critical, right? Yes, sir. So Every that's play. what? YouTube, y'all on streaming. Yep. Go yep. check you that out. On Facebook. We have some conversations going on in the Facebook uh, group. Uh, Epic, period, in between every letter, E, period. P period, I C, I period, C period. Yeah, podcast. We got some interesting conversations going on in the group. Uh, come on in. Check us out. Give your opinions. Let's talk some, let's talk some ball.
Most definitely. Good stuff. And as usual, y'all know, hit that like, uh, share, subscribe. Uh, Check out the I Respectfully Disagree uh, podcast page on IG. And sky's the limit, man. Yes, sir. We out. Ass toasted. No competition. Amisha Coastal. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. Amisha Coastal. I feel so live. And I know why. That I can't deny. Amisha Coastal. Giddy fine wine. Fools mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class.